Welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're an industry pro, you're building, or you're buying, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. We're coming to you live today from the LP Studios here in Wisconsin. I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's topic, eight reasons for optimism in the housing market for 2023. All right, everybody, you've probably seen some negative headlines over the last six months or so regarding the housing market, and it's gotten people a little down uh, because, you know, things have slowed down a little bit, and a lot of people are wondering about 2023. How is it going to go? Is it going to be a good year? Uh, a lot of the prognosticators are saying it's not going to be a great year for housing. But here I have eight reasons why maybe it won't be and that there's reason for optimism in the housing market. We're going to talk about those eight different things here on the podcast. And hopefully uh, hopefully this cheers you up a little bit or gives you some, some reason and some thought uh, behind why the housing market could do slightly better than expected. And that is the first reason, expectations. All right, everyone set the bar kind of low for 2023 for housing. We've seen the lower housing starts, we've seen lower projected home sales, and so on and so forth. But part of the reason that we have this sort of lower expectation level is that you have to remember, we just came off one of the strongest housing markets ever. I mean, look at this. Just two years ago, For myself included, I couldn't even keep a house in inventory for a very long time. I had orders for homes for customers that took us, you know, extra time just to complete because we were so busy. We had people buying homes for 20, 30, 40, 50, someone for $75,000 over asking price. We had homes getting 30 offers on them. There's no way you can sustain that. For a long period of time, there was going to be a drop-off. Now, the drop-off might have actually got us back to normal, and I say that in air quotes, right? It got us back to normal. Uh, and so, you know, everyone's like, oh, the housing market's down. Well, of course it was down because it was up so much, it was unsustainable. So the expectations alone you know, because people just get used to things. When something's going on for a year, you get used to, oh, well, that's how just how it's always going to be now. You're always going to have to have, you know, 20 offers on your house. You're going to sell for over asking. No, that's not normal. That was an, became an expectation, but a false expectation. All right, the second reason for optimism in the housing market is, and I know we don't like to always touch this topic, but we have divided government right now. And that actually believe it or not, is a good thing for the housing market because uh, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, divided government is actually kind of good for housing. And here's why. Housing is a very large purchase and it's it's challenging for consumers to make the mental leap to get a mortgage, spend all that money to buy a home. So when you have divided government, that takes out all those really big changes because a lot of times the government can get involved and make a couple changes. They can twist a dial this way or that, and they can dramatically 
changed the pulse of the market. You know, just look at what they've, you know, kind of done here with the, the Fed and the interest rates. You know, they said, hey, we want to slow things down. They started cranking the dial up on the interest rates and they started to slow things down. But that's also true with, with bills and different things like that. They can pass a bill uh, that dramatically changes stuff. Like they could offer a huge tax incentive, right, to buy homes. Well, that would push more people in the market. Or they could penalize people with taxes that make them not want to own a home. So those huge changes have massive ripple effects. When you have divided government, those things really don't go through. Now, they can still change the interest rates, but a lot of the other legislative things just can't happen. So divided government is good for larger purchases because we know that the next two years, we're not going to see a lot of big change in uh, our industry. And that's a good thing. All right. The third reason for optimism is we're seeing a lot of creativity out there and promotions that are going to benefit the consumer. You know, we've seen the advent of the two for one buy down, which is encouraging a lot of people to move forward because now they can get a lower rate and uh, work with the seller to get some concessions to lower their rate and then they can lock in. So you've got that two for one buy down out there. You're seeing other builders um, and, and, and companies around the industry do different incentives like uh, either you know guaranteeing uh, the mortgage payment for a certain amount of time. So if it goes over a certain amount for them, they pay the difference. Um, you're seeing um, guarantees that they'll sell their home. Otherwise, they'll, they'll make some payments for them. Um, you're seeing all sorts of creative incentives out there uh, to do that or delaying um, you know, payment on things, uh, all sorts of stuff. We're just straight up discounts, free product, uh, you name it. But there are some nice little deals out there right now popping around and it can make it very attractive for somebody looking to buy a house. All right, the fourth reason for optimism in the housing market for 2023 is that there's a lot of new inventory hitting the market. And that's a good thing. So for example, for, for me as a builder, over the last year and a half, I really didn't have much inventory on the market. So for a consumer looking to buy a home, there just wasn't much to choose from. Now there's new homes that are getting finished and getting on the market and there's more choices available. And more choices and more options is a good thing. That gives people the opportunity now to buy that maybe wouldn't have and sat on the sideline before. And that again is a good thing. You're also seeing homes staying on the market a little bit longer, so people are getting a little bit more of a chance to look at homes and make a really good decision when they buy homes. And that kind of ties into the next reason for optimism in the housing market, and there is a larger amount of inventory to choose from. And again, this kind of dovetails with the previous point that there's more new homes on the market now, but there's also a little bit more existing homes on the market and people have that ability to to shop. And there are people on the lower spectrum of homes. And what I mean by that is the lower priced inventory of homes that maybe wanted to trade up but didn't find anything they like. Now, if they find something they like, that lower tiered home now hits the market and that helps. So now we're, we're helping multiple people. So when, when someone trades up, that has a ripple effect in a good way because now they've went and bought a nicer home and perhaps that nicer home that they bought, now those people just went up and traded up and bought a nicer home. And so it could have a ripple effect and it could affect multiple buyers down the road. 
And so as you get these people incentivized to trade up, that creates more business. So uh, kind of interesting concept there. All right, the next reason for optimism in the housing market is building costs have flattened over the last couple months. And that's a good thing because, again, it was getting crazy trying to even figure out a price on a home. It was like trying to do advanced calculus because this stuff's all up. This is moving. You got to lock in, you know, today, most of our vendors went lock in prices. And as you know, a home doesn't just get built tomorrow. Uh, it gets built over months and months and months. So you would, you know, have a signed agreement and pricing. And then, you know, there'd probably be three price increases by the time a certain product was ordered or delivered. And it created a lot of instability within the building world. And so the costs have kind of flattened. Really, the only thing that I've been hit with recently is there's been a, a pretty large concrete increase, but lumber has almost virtually remained unchanged for the past couple months. We haven't seen any other increases coming through. Everyone's just kind of kind of holding their cards, holding their deck right now. And so that is a good thing. That is flatten the cost. So if you are looking at building, it's not going to be astronomical anymore. It's not going to, uh, you're not going to get crazy surprises and bills in the mail that you weren't expecting the costs have stabilized for now. And that's a really, really good positive thing. All right, two more reasons for optimism before we wrap up here today. The next one is home prices are actually still going up. You're still getting appreciation in your home. The median price here in Wisconsin of homes is up over $20,000 year over year over the last five years. Well, that might be bad if you're in an apartment and you're going to buy, but if you own any kind of real estate, guess what? You're making money. You're making the tune of $20,000 every year just by owning a house. That's pretty darn good, especially how wonky the stock market is. Now, you might be able to get some more money in, in your interest rates in the bank, but $20,000 year over year on your home that you're using, I'll take that any day. That gives you guys equity or home buyers out there equity that you can go buy your next home. And you may want to cash out of that equity at some point. It's like playing uh, poker in Vegas and you're up a bunch of money. Do you just keep rolling with it and trying to ride the wave? Or at some point, do you decide, hey, you know what? I'm going to cash out of this thing and I'm going to take my profits and I'm going to run. Put it into something else. Play a different game. You got to think about that. Do you want to cash out of that equity? And I think a lot of people are in that position where they're like, wow, my house is worth a ton right now. Should I take advantage of that? Because again, the rate's going to change. And that brings us to the eighth and final reason for optimism in the housing market. Rates are expected to soften in 2023. Now, we still have to go through potentially one or two more Fed increases I'm hearing just a quarter of a point, so nothing major. That's a good thing. But they're supposed to start to go down. And when they kind of curb the inflationary number, which we don't know exactly when that's really going to start to tighten up, but let's assume that it does tighten up probably not till summer of this year or maybe even a little bit later. I'm hearing in fall of 2023 that we're going to see some, some nice little rate drops. And there are some people out there predicting that we'll have a 5.5% 30-year fixed mortgage by the end of the year. So it'd be down over a whole percent from where it is right now. I don't know if it'll quite be that way. That's a little optimistic in my opinion, but they are supposed to soften. 
and we could be seeing, you know, um, six to five point eight percent potentially near the end of the year, and that is a much more attractive number. I think that's going to get people moving again. I don't think we're ever going to see anything even close to four for a very long time. So you know, anything in the fives, I think you're going to be doing really well with. And I think that's really where it's going to land and kind of hover for a while. So, you know, when you start seeing those numbers get around fives, I think you're going to see uh, more and more people moving forward. So there you have it. You got eight reasons for optimism in 2023. And yes, there are challenges out there, but there are a lot of things going right. There still is low inventory and there's still some nice new inventory hitting the market and the rates are expected to soften, and you're seeing some discounts out there, and the building costs have flattened. So things are kind of stabilizing. They're kind of resetting. And it may not all happen in 2023, but it's really going to set up, I believe, for a really strong and positive 2024 and beyond with the housing market. So uh, it's a good time to buy. There's good opportunity out there to potentially get a deal, find the home of your dreams. You can adjust your rate a little bit down the road and you can be put yourself in a really good position and set yourself up to hopefully make a lot of equity and a lot of money on your next purchase. Because a lot of times when, when no one else is doing stuff, that's when really you should be out doing stuff. Two of the very best buys I ever made for my company were, were when, when the housing market was slow, I bought a, a parcel of land, um, at a really great price because they had to get rid of it. And it turned out to be one of the one of the best moves I ever made. It was a difficult decision at the time, but it turned out to be the right one. And that's the same for you guys. If you're out there looking at buying something and then an opportunity presents itself and the pricing is really good, you know, take advantage of it because uh, that value will shoot up again and uh, you'll have yourself a lot of equity and a nice nest egg there. Once again, thank you for tuning in to The Home Building Hero, broadcasting live from the Bellman Home Studio. If you haven't already, please make sure to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any future content. Until next time, I'm David Bellman, signing off.